Today is Monday, February 20th, 2023, and the Kentucky Wildcats have taken a regular season sweeping of the Tennessee Volunteers. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me, baby? One of the worst teams in recent memory took down the Vols for the second time in the same season? We're going to let Bobby Hoop sound off postgame. He deserves the room to basically let all of the people know how he truly feels. He deserves the room. From there, we're going to talk about some SEC scores around the league and any other games that caught our eyes. Did Missouri win? No. no. Ah, dang. Shucks. Hate that for them. Other than that, we want to let you know our good friends at Realty Executives are the presenting sponsor for another episode at the Gold Standard Podcast. Shout out to our good friends at Realty Executives, the local and trusted real estate company for all of your buying and selling needs in Knoxville, Tennessee. With over 40 years experience in this market, they are a great starting point if you need assistance with real estate in 2023. They sold over $3 billion in sales for 2022. Once again, we don't really know what that means, but by gosh, it must mean something, aka you should work with them. So with that said, you should work with Austin White and Rob Logan for all of your real estate needs. They have a combined over 12 years of experience, and they will help you out, work hard, and get you to the finish line. Don't hesitate to call Rob today at 301-910-1136 in Austin at 865-719-2724. Let's ride. Boom. Welcome back. Episode two, Gold Standard College Basketball Podcast. This is the Bobby Hoops gets to fire off episode. I don't feel as bad. I'm biased, but this do we is have do we have to pay rights if we're gonna play everybody hurts? Because that's how I feel. I say play it and then apologize later if they come after you. Oh, uh... just go ahead and play it. I mean I'll play it on the on the track whenever it gets produced. Um, yeah, so for those wondering, um, the big commotion is that Kentucky somehow managed to beat Tennessee over the weekend on Saturday. We'll we'll get into it. We'll break that down. They beat them decidedly. It it wasn't some, they. It we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah, we'll break it down. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to this go. This is the Bobby Hoops instant reaction episode. I'm telling you, I wish I'd like FaceTimed and at least like recorded it to get your. But then again, I'm like, those would those probably would have been some like hot reactions, which I think are great, but they're hot. So well, I was at my in-laws' house, so I had to kind of keep it under wraps a little. I couldn't go, you know, sure. I couldn't go full Steve Austin lose my mind about it but yeah, uh understand which is probably good for my you know mental health and stuff like that got to keep it together a little bit with the in-laws hey i'm big papa this is bobby hoops let's get into it um as like we've said before we like to really keep an eye out on what's happening around the sec so here's your quick recap of what happened this saturday uh south carolina Played LSU, arguably the worst two teams in the league. Uh, Carolina beats LSU. Arkansas over Florida handedly. 
little egg bowl action on the court. Mississippi State taking it to Ole Miss in overtime. Uh, Alabama goes 2.0 like they did on Vanderbilt. Um, they beat Georgia 159. Give me a break. pissed them off last week, clearly. Give me a break. Uh, them off. Vanderbilt, once again, game-winning bucket, 67-65 over the fighting Bruce Pearls at Auburn. And then, um, hey, did Missouri win? Hey, did Missouri play? Yeah, they did. Oh, who they lost. who'd they play? A&M? Surely they won, right? Oh, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Dang. Against shucks. Hate that. Dang. 69. Oh. Nice. Well, they were uh, on the yeah. road, though, right? They they were the road team. You know, No, they played A&M at home. They lost at home. Dang. Shoot. Hate that for them. Anywho. Other than that, you know, no other big uh, sweeping scores that caught. Actually, the one thing I meant to uh, I meant to text you Friday, your freaking Terrapins, uh, shout out to old school Bobby Hoops, taking it to Purdue and then lay an egg against ne- Nebraska yesterday. Dude, I, this season of college basketball is just yeah, any. It, there's no way to predict anything. Everybody is beating everybody. Nothing makes sense. It's just madness. Oh, it's madness. Oh. Yeah, which, I mean, like, if you nerd out over it like we do, you love that. Um, yeah. Except when it's, like, your personal team, then you're in kind of freak-out mode. Uh, then you're just mad. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, baby. Yeah, other than that, um, no, the only other funny one was North Carolina lost again. They're like weird year. What a year! You go, you go to the finals. You get uh, yeah. What's his face? First year coaching. Like a, a, it's the classic. Hubert, Hubert Davis. Yeah. Thank you. So you know, former North Carolina guy gets the job. Somehow comes into something great. They go to the championship game when they were like still on the bubble. Now all of a sudden it's like yeah. Weren't they? What was their seed last year? They like a. For a second, I thought they were playing game, but they may have had to be like a. I thought they were like maybe a nine seed, maybe. Anyway, anyway. So, yeah. Other than that, no other uh, big teams losing. That was the conference stuff. Um, look, let's jump into what everybody wants to get into. Kentucky. Mm. This segment is for Bobby Hoops. Bobby got. <laughs> I would say, you know, 15 minutes if you want to even use all of that. Uh, what hope, happened, hope, hopefully, what is not, your, hopefully not. What's your thoughts? I mean, what free throws, what's got to change? Is it Rick's got to figure out some kind of defense or like different offensive scheme? Is it? I mean, I've got, I've got two minds about this, about right, this off. game and kind of about Tennessee's season. In a nutshell, the first side of this is I take a step back from my fandom, try to look at this like a rational, just a rational person, as much as you can be rational about, you know, that's what I said. They're just kids. They're just kids. As much as I can try to be rational about college basketball, you know, kind of what you're talking about with Maryland and, and their the black and whiteness of their two games, like, 
college basketball, you're just going to lose games. You're going to lose a few. And no matter how good you are, no matter – I mean, we've seen it this season. If, if you get into the top three, you're probably not going to be there for very long because everyone keeps losing once they, you know, as soon as you do something amazing that propels you, every, everyone is, is, you know, fall, stumbling short, shortly thereafter. So we beat Alabama number one in the country without two of our top uh, of our five starters with Josiah James out and Julian Phillips. And we take it to them. Like I know we can, like Tennessee fans know we can. Well, I mean, obviously, we got up number two a couple weeks ago. And so, so number one, you're just going to lose games that you probably shouldn't lose in college basketball, no matter how good you are. It happens every year to everybody. And, you know, along those lines, we didn't have Josiah James last or on Saturday. We didn't have Julian Phillips, and we sorely needed them. And, you know, and the other thing is just rationally, I've got to hand it to Ken, the Kentucky Wildcats and to Coach Cal. I mean, they beat us at our own game. They, you know, they out-rebounded us. They made us work hard for every shot. And, you know, I, I, one could complain about the difference in free throws uh, and, or the fouls called. You know, Kentucky shot a lot more free throws than Tennessee did in both of our matchups this season. But I can't be that mad about it when we shoot less than 30% from the free throw line. Yeah. You know, like we were four of 14 from the free throw line. I can't, I can't get that mad about it. And on the flip side, Kentucky made, I mean, I know towards the end they kind of missed, missed a few, but, you know, at one point, I mean, they were still. The diff they had they were spotted an extra 19 points just off free throws and it was the same thing in the first game in Knoxville a few weeks ago. Uh, so rationally, I can look at well, if all those things are true, then you know, not that surprising that we you know drop this one in Rupp Arena again. And you're on the road as well in a in a place that's traditionally hard to plan. But then I'm going to put on my red or sorry on my orange sunglasses here and. <laughs> Goodness gracious, that sucked. That first half, 19 points scored. I mean, again, and another thing to have with Kentucky, our two games against Kentucky, the first one, Euros had the best game of his career. And in this game, Jemai Maystack is our leading scorer. But both guys who I think are averaging less than five points per game, in both of these games, they have they have to have the game of their life for us to even be, you know, within distance of competing with Kentucky in this game. And it, when those things are happening, like something has gone wrong, and things certainly went wrong on Saturday. I mean, Ziegler once again in foul trouble early. He only played 23 minutes in this game. We just need him. We need him so badly, especially when we don't have Josiah and Julian Phillips again. Uh, you know, that's a lot. Uh, Adu, who had such a great game against Alabama, he only played 21 minutes in this one in foul trouble. Yeah, I, you know, we can we can play the, the rubberies thing and get mad about the call and stuff like that, but we just played like crap. And thank goodness, you know, Bescovy kind of came alive. I think he had all 17 of his points were in the second half. Yeah. I mean, the first half, uh, shots aren't falling. They're rolling in and out that, you know, 
shots are falling for Kentucky. But, man, you know, I look at the final score, 54 to 66. You know, we we outscored Kentucky in the second half. But it didn't matter when you spot them a 20-point lead. Yeah. And and then, you know, all these points you, you leave off the book. When you're trying to get back in it and you really need to score points when the clock's not moving, going 4 or 14 from the free throw line is just – it's unacceptable, it's really. And And – it's it's just poor Meshack. I love him. He he plays so hard. He had he had his best game in the Tennessee jersey. He played great yeah. for for Jeremiah Meshack, who tries really hard, plays great defense. He had 16 points. Man, could have used you know not going one of five from the free throw line and Euros O of three. Uh, Tyree Key, bless him. My goodness, he was 0 of 5 from the game, missed a free throw. We really needed him. Really, need, we needed offense. He yeah, like 23 minutes and had one point. That's yeah, wild. absolutely. I mean, I think uh, there are a few Tennessee fans that were pumped to see BJ Edwards get finally get in the Knoxville Catholic kid. You know, he, you know, and bless him. <laughs> hey, here, here's your first game in Rupp Arena. Try to give us something. We're down 20 points. Yeah, sorry, some run for you, but you're getting shoved in because yeah. uh, Zakai is in foul trouble. Sorry. Yeah. The Zakai being in foul trouble, just like it was the same problem against Missouri a couple weeks ago. Can't believe we lost to Missouri. Could you imagine losing to Missouri? I just can't imagine cheering for them, but whatever. Anyway, I, I mean, here's Zigwe. It's like he, he, it's, it's so hard for him to play you know, composed, realize in, in a game like this where, once again, we, we need you to play like you did against Alabama and be on the court almost the whole game. We need you dishing out assists. We need big points from you. And he he didn't do it. He was in, I mean, he had two fouls within, I think, like four or five minutes of the first half. And it's like, well, okay, there's that. We're, we are behind quick. It was just really frustrating. It was frustrating to watch. Like, uh, the second half effort, I knew we wouldn't give up, and I knew we would, you know, come back and play hard and play a lot better than we did in the first half because you sure as heck could play a lot worse than we played in the first half. Um, but that game was just a, a, another example of – and, again, I, I had to remind myself a lot that you're without two of your five starters who are both very competent offensively or can be at least you know both of them have been a little up and down consistency wise but in a game like that when you need points James and Phillips would have just I have to think they would have been a big game changer for us um do you think it's weird though that you took it to Bama and they both were out and you hand you handled them like absolutely uh, it's so weird and, and that's and like, where like to me the two big the guys who had the two best games for us against Bama were Ziegler and Adu, and they're both had they're both in foul trouble the whole time against Kentucky, and both only Adu had 21 minutes, Ziegler had 23 minutes. I said in our first episode, a guy who I really think we're going to need to play well up in Lexington is Olivier Nkamwa, and he stunk, man. He couldn't buy a bucket. He six points, 24 minutes. You know, only a couple, only four rebounds. None of those guys could handle Oscar, you know, and 
And even when you try to hack him, Oscar was 10 of 11 from the free throw line, made him pay, which is what good players do. You know, they find ways to get points, and we didn't have, you know, the effort was there. I, I will always, Rick Barnes teams are always going to try, and the effort will be there as it was in the second half. But it, it just comes to this big problem that I, since, since the Grant and Admiral teams of when the offense as it's designed isn't working, we just don't have, we don't have an answer. We don't have, we don't have a plan B. We don't have another way to, to try to get, get points, get buckets. You know, when we're missing all these shots in the first half, you'd like to at least then think, all right, well then go to the line, go to the hole, try to get layups, work yourself inside out, try to get some free throws. And then we miss all our free throws. Um, so it's just, it's just frustrating that we have this team that, you know, multiple times this year, we look like a top five team that could go, that could win it all that could go to a final four. And, and then we have seven losses and I think all seven of them are to unranked teams. And then we have we have a win over the number five team, the number four team, and the number one team. And it's like we either look like a top five team or an unranked team. It's it's very frustrating that we can't find any consistency. And I think Barnes was even asked about it after the game, like what do we got to do to get this team to be more consistent? And he even said, I don't know. Just like. I don't really want to hear that. Yeah, not exactly the thing you want to hear from your head ball coach. I, I appreciate the honesty, I guess, a little bit, but like, I, I don't know. This team is is too talented to me, and you know, I I have to think having everybody back at full health. You know, I, I you wonder if if we really, really, really needed, you know, James and Phillips to play on Saturday, they probably would have. You know, that that is probably you don't you want them a lot for that game, but you probably didn't need them because hey, we just beat the number one team in the country without them, so maybe we'll be okay. Um, it was just frustrating. There's there's parts of it that I can talk myself out of, just with shots just didn't fall in the first half. You're without two good offensive players, but man, I, I think. Here's two two games now where Kentucky has beaten us at our own game. We play similar styles of offense, um, and and Kentucky just beat us that twice at our own game. Shot weight, you know, the difference in free throws just make a difference, and that feels very like old man on the front lawn of me to make your free throws. It's I can my I suddenly I hear my father, Don Logan, somewhere screaming, They're free. They're free. Yeah. They're there for the taking. Make your free throws. Obviously, free throws aren't free. I mean they're free. If you want to if you want to prove that theory. Yeah. So I mean free throws are the next easiest baskets besides a layup. Yeah. And it's like I don't like what what else do you yeah, it's just like it's so elementary. It's like it's just it's free throws. It's I mean, it's either you physically like need help constructing your shot, 
or it's mental. I mean, I think it's yeah. or it could be both for some guys that like. Well, and I and first and again, a lot of the guys that the guys who took the most free throws in this game were the ones who usually don't shoot them very well. I mean, Vescovy. Vescovy didn't go to the free throw line at all. He's probably our best free throw shooter. Ziegler was two of three. Everyone else who attempted a free throw are all bad free throw shooters. Mm-hmm. And I, again, that's that's you lost by twelve, and the Kentucky had nineteen more points off of free throws. It's hard to you know that that, that feels like the as much as we tried to get back in. I think we cut it to eight. In the second half, it's just there's there's how you could have won, and a game that you as badly as we played, we still could have won if you don't, or at least given us a chance to win, if you don't go four of fourteen from the free throw line. That's just, and I guess so. It just speaks. I think the last thing, and then I'll throw it back to you, is is just I don't know what the heck this team is going to do. We could win it all, and I don't really know if I'd be that surprised. Probably would be a little surprised. At least Final Four. Yeah. Or we could get bounced in the first round. I have no idea because this is what Tennessee has done all season, and at least the last few years, is we show up against and play the best basketball in the country sometimes, and then we just lay an egg a week later. I don't. So I don't know. It, this is – this is – I find myself – I don't feel very, like, down about – I'm frustrated with the loss, but I don't – I just don't know. We can do – we are so hot and cold. That sometimes, like, oh, you know, I want – I wish we are hitting our stride and this is the time of the year to, like, really start springing together some good wins, going into the SEC tournament. And it's like, I know we could win the SEC tournament. I know we could. I saw it last year. I know we can make a run. It, it, it's, you know, we were uh, some crazy three-pointers in an overtime away from going to Elite Eight in 2019. Sure. And it's – I know we can do it. It's just – it's just a matter of doing it. And I don't – I don't know. I don't know if they can. I'm going to – so amidst all that frustration, I still don't feel that down about us. Because we're not at full strength and we're not fully healthy, and when we get there, we'll be better than this, I hope. But yeah. it's it's just about Rick. It's time. It's time to prove it in March. So, yep. Yeah, that's where I'm at. There you have. Good it. job, your cast, though. Thanks. Not like that. Upset about it. I will say the the only thing that I like quote unquote was correct about was saying Kaysen was the like X factor guy that oh. has to like do something. And I, he I played I, great. He, I will give Kaysen a lot of credit. And I talked to, you know, biasly several other Kentucky fans, including like my dad. And one big thing we all kept harping on was it got to a point where Kaysen and I was just looking at it a second ago. He played. He played thirty nine minutes. Yeah, he did. Like he doesn't need to play that much. The problem is you've got two guys injured in Wheeler and CJ. And if we have mm-hmm. even one of them back, Kaysen plays. I mean, 30, 32 minutes. Which, 
like to all of us is like, yeah, that's reasonable. But like that, that even then is very draining on a kid's body to go play. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, he's going to go play hard. So I mean, yeah. we were like, he's barely getting across the court and then we're not even running our offense until there's like 15 seconds left in the shot clock, which, you know, at that point you're like, well, you just <clears throat> like walking the ball up. But it's like, he's tired. He played 39 minutes. And I, I give him yeah. credit. He had at a 30 month, sorry, 39 minutes played. He had 16.6 rebounds and shot six for 14. And it's like, I can't ask the kid. Six assists too. I, I mean, you were saying on the first episode how he, he's he's someone who his camp's kind of been like, he could be a one and done guy. Well, there's evidence for it right there. Play the whole game, 16.6 assists, six rebounds against the top 10 team. It was, I mean, he, he bullied uh, Vescovy in the paint on one play. That was just like, Oh brother, you just got worked. Yeah. I I didn't even know he could post up a guy, but it's like he's yeah. built like a linebacker. So Yeah. Was, oh yeah. Uh, that and then the one guy who thank goodness keeps making me eat crow, Chris Livingston. Went 12 and 10, <laughs> 37 minutes, uh shot four for five from field goals. I mean, he's starting to emerge as like a good. You know, when you've got when you've got guys hurt, you need somebody else to step up and be somebody. Chris Livingston, thank you. Finally. Yeah. That last episode. 10 boards too. Yeah. I mean, he out rebound. Yeah, he out rebounded Oscar, which nobody that doesn't happen very Oscar. often. Yeah. Um yeah. Well, we we were lucky Oscar got in some foul trouble too. Sure. And that's and I feel like maybe one of the few overall takeaways I had is like I think in a very off year for Kentucky standards when it comes to talent, winning, all those things, this being one of the down ones, odd in a weird way, they just match up with Tennessee very well. So if you're wanting to go big, they can do that. I mean, let's be honest. That's like Cal's dream. He, yeah. he It was up to him. Yeah. He four bigs and one guard, and we would just play the first one to 50, which would yep. drive me. Absolutely insane. I'd probably just turn the TV off. Um, but, yeah, it's just – it's a weird matchup thing. And for whatever reason, it just worked out this year where Kentucky can match up. Um, and then at that point, it's like, whose bigs are better? It's mine or yours. Um, and they've been able to do it twice now. And it's been shocking to me because I thought, yes – and this is – I try to listen, like, objectively – but, like, also go to, like, you know, Tony Basilio's show and just be like, what's Tony thinking? Um, oh, boy. It was good. There's I shudder to think. Um, the one, like, big sweeping – and I'm not saying it's wrong. It just, if anything, made me, like, think, okay, why is this? One big sweeping thought was, like, Kentucky's just – they're terrible. How did we lose to them twice? And I'm, I'm like, I, I get it. You're frustrated. And, like, you probably should split the series. You probably should. Um, you are, I will say that like, Tennessee is better. The problem is I'm like, it's not that Kentucky doesn't have talent. They have talent. That's why I can never be that surprised to lose to Kentucky. They have that like, always, they like, always have talent. Yeah. They've got talent. It was just a matter of, for whatever reason, they just hadn't like put it together. Now, have they had some games where it did click and it was gelling? Yeah, it, there was. 
They obviously, you know, they also lost to South Carolina and Georgia, which you're like, blow up the team, like call it a season. Like this is embarrassing. Yeah. But you like to say that they don't have talent, that's just that's a lie. That's not true because you've got CJ Frederick, who led the entire country in three-point shooting percentage. We can break down like who was on that team, blah, blah, blah. But that's just fact. He did. Reeves uh led his team in points scored on average in the 20s and in the uh what's the uh MVs or I can't think of the mid whatever Illinois State whatever conference and league they're mid-major mid-major yes but the thing is yeah. like we had two dudes who can score okay Wheeler was the best uh he was the assist leader in the SEC last year so it's just like I can name up Oscar national player of the year last year like they've got talent they just couldn't keep they just couldn't put it together consistently so but whatever that would I, I know more of those frustrations were just coming from the fact like it's Kentucky we have a better team you shouldn't lose I agree yeah from, from that standpoint yeah. uh, I think my other like two big <laughs> takeaways were and I said it uh I watched the game at um the bar downtown with two buddies uh our friends Landon and Caleb who run more important issues shout out to those guys uh as we were watching the game, I said, this is a disgrace to college basketball at one point when it was in the first half and it was like a combined uh, oh. 20 points scored. I'm like, this is a disgrace to college basketball. This is so bad. We were we were laughing about, um, was it uh, was it A&M last week who had four points with nine yeah. minutes left in the first half? I'm like, we're going to be worse than that. Yeah. And this, like, I mean, it was uh, – it was – Oh, it was a gross first half. Then the other one was, I am cool if Tennessee or teams want to play physical, which is a very much Tennessee Rick Barnes thing. Like, we will be physical. Totally cool with that. You have to match that if you're the other team. My thing is, though, don't let the don't let them basically play football for five minutes and then think, oh, well, we'll interject ourselves as refs. And then both teams are in the bonus with 11 minutes left in the game. I'm like, this is boring. Yeah. My thing now, you know, I'm sitting there thinking to the average fan who's just tuning in for the last five games before tournaments start, and they they see programs like that with 11 minutes left shooting free throws in the bonus. I'm like, this is this is so dumb. This is why people yeah. get frustrated and turn the game off because they're like, well, this is going to take an hour and a half before the game finishes. Yeah, and like, whatever, and they tune out. Uh, I just whatever. If you're you know if you nerd out over basketball, obviously you're going to tune in and keep watching. But otherwise. Those were my, like, two big frustrating things. I'm glad they figured it out. They won with two guys injured that we need back. Um, we'll see. Um, I feel good. My cousin, Wes, uh, I called him after the game, and he immediately was just like, we're back. I'm all the way back, baby. And I was like, <laughs> I, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. <sighs> I think we need, out of the four games left, I personally, and I was just looking on the updated bracketology stuff. Um, they're still in the last four in, which was like, whatever. I mean, it's just Joe Lenardi's opinions plus yes. what the committee standards are, and that's fine. He's just a dude. Just a dude. I respect his game. Um, but my thing's like, I think they're out of date. I think that they are just in the tournament. And at this point, I think you need to go at least two and two in your last four games to like firmly just – in probably still need to win one more game in the conference tournament to feel good 
Uh, but outside of that, I think they're in. Um, thank you, Tennessee, quite frankly. And there was several opinions that were like, we have helped them get in the tournament. And I'm like, I, I don't care what it takes for them to get in. Just get in. So thank you, Tennessee. I mean, yeah, Kentucky, they can very well go 4-0 down the stretch. That's good. And now they can they, beat they uh, can beat everybody. Auburn might be tough, but and Vanderbilt's scrappy. Vanderbilt is I'm like, I don't like love playing them right now. They're just starting to like click. Um with that said they're fifth in the SEC right now. Yeah. Anyway. Um yeah, that's gonna be a wild finish, I think. Just basically two through five, who's gonna like for seating for conference tournament stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Tennessee at AM tomorrow night, 7 p.m. ESPN. Uh, Cats got Florida on the road Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Um, personally, I feel pretty good about the Florida game. Just go in. I don't even care if it's by two points. Castleton's out. You should handle yes. it. Uh, your yes. quick take on AM game tomorrow night. I don't feel great about it. <laughs> I mean, A&M's been – they're a finally point. ranked. The cowards finally ranked A&M. Um, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if it was in Knoxville, I would feel a heck of a lot better. Um, I don't know. I have not read anything about if, if uh, James and Phillips are going to be back. I, I do know if, if there's anything that I feel like I can be confident about with Tennessee is coming off a loss, we are usually Rick's got them ready. And after as badly as we played in up in Lexington over the weekend, I have to think this team is coming into A&M with, with a better mindset and, and more prepared at least to play more disciplined and, um, Man, if 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 James and Phillips are out again, Zakai has got to stay on the court as as much as possible and avoid foul trouble. And I, I don't know who else we get. And Vescovi is going to be he's going to he's going he's good for his twelve ten to fifteen pretty much every game. Um, so we'll need points from someone else. Um, yeah. Ideally, that's probably calm walks because um, he can do it. He has shown he can do it. Um, but, man, I just really hope that we get um, those, you know, Phillips and James, getting them back will be will be huge for us. I don't know when that's going to happen. But uh, sure. so I, I don't feel – I don't feel super confident going into college station. Understandable. It's not an easy place to win, especially when AM's cooking. Yeah. And they deserve they deserve the respect. I mean, they were cooking mm-hmm. the season last year, had a rough start again, kind of we talked about previously to the beginning of the season. Then all of a sudden getting the league play, and you're like, wait a second, like something something's different. You know, you only have two losses in league play. Yeah. And, and you know, potentially taking first and winning it. Like, I doubt it. I think Bama's gonna. I don't know who uh, yeah. Bama's but chances are Bama's going to win it. They'll be fine, take the number one seed in the league and then probably get one seed in the NCAA tournament. Um, one quick game I am interested in. I do not uh, 
dabble in the the betting side of things, but I'm not like telling people not to bet. I like to hear betters who are throwing big money out on games that I'm like, I would have to sleep on the couch if I betted on college basketball games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Baylor and Kansas State. We'll see what happens there. I feel like there's a seed line up for that game. Uh, Big 12 basketball, always, always good. Always fun. Do you have one game? Or maybe that was it? Um, I mean, tonight, TCU and Kansas, that's a that's a top 25 matchup. TCU's at home. TCU that should be a fun one. one. What'd you say? The TCU took the first one from Kansas. That's right. That's right. That, that'll be a fun one. A little – a little late night, 9 p.m. Eastern time tip. I'll be up. Have a have a full belly, getting getting you know tired, ready to go to bed. Nope. Watching some Big 12 hoops. Not for these dudes. Not yeah. for these dudes. Um, hey, listeners out there, don't forget. Actually, I shouldn't say don't forget. Um, we're doing a new feature, which is the mailbag. If you got any questions between now and the next episode, let's just say it's on Thursday night. Uh, shoot us some questions. We love to read them out um, live over air. I would say call in, but I don't have like a Google phone or nothing like for you to call my uh, flip phone and be like, hey, man. Don't call in. We won't answer. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. Um, and then, of course, this is probably the reminder thing. We will have our dog of the week. So that's more of a reminder for us to go ahead and be on the lookout. Uh, yep. we, we're watching. Don't, don't think we aren't. But it may not be you. Dog of the week. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, other than that, that's all we got. Instant reactions from the weekend. Uh, I'm Big Papa. Bobby Hoops. Thanks for tuning in with us. We'll catch you next time. Peace. Or, or.